Hey everyone, welcome to Friendship Safaris. My name is Chris Triplett and my longtime friend and my co-captain is here with me, Brian. I was wondering what you were going to call me, but... Uh, hey. I couldn't think of it. A co-captain, though, that's a really good one. That works. Did you ever have those on the friendship boats when you used to work there? Um, I don't I don't know. We, we had captains who would drive the boat. I don't know what the next person was called. Like, the person that would tie up the boat and basically, like, get people on and off. I don't I don't know if they had names we'll, or not. We'll call them the boat tires. Maybe a first mate? I don't know. I was thinking first mate in my head, but I don't ever remember being called that. I feel like that's a Disney thing. They'd probably do something like that. It could yeah. be. We'll just yeah. go with it. I think it's a good one to go with. Yeah, I so, think going to fact check us, though. We'll I don't think so, and especially since the fact that the today's topic is drinking around the world. And mm. uh, for everyone at home, Brian is drinking a uh, a good Schlafly, right? Is that what you're drinking? Or you didn't have it, so you're drinking Michelob Ultra. I couldn't remember what you're doing right now. Well, actually, all those are wrong. Um, Ouch. I started with the Michelob Ultra, but now I've moved on to a Yingling Flight. Oof, that's right. Yingling, that's Yingling. which is uh, for, for those of you that are not on the East Coast or posers, in St. Louis, I think they're East Coasters. You can't really get it in a lot of places. You can't. I traveled all the way to Arkansas to purchase this. He fine did. Beverage. Arkansas. Arkansas. Who travels to Arkansas uh, other than Bill Clinton? Uh, yeah, and Brian. People with family there. So you got Yingling. I've got a good uh, a New Belgium little Voodoo Ranger. It's a good beer. It's out of Delightful. Colorado, right? It's out of Colorado, not Arkansas. But, you know, today what we're going to talk about is our experiences drinking around the world. This is probably the first of many episodes because I feel like with Brian and I, this is uh, where we started at Disney and uh, we haven't ended it. So I think for us, you know, I, I, I will go to one of the first times I drink around the world with Brian, which is actually with his dad. Brian, I'm going to bring up the trip in 2010. 11 years ago now we're filming this in 2021 but 11 years ago i'm there with a person my friend and you happen to be there at electric umbrella electric umbrella listen don't drink to that drink oh to yeah that. i miss that baby mm-hmm. but did that one have there. like the self-serve fountain sodas it, it did yeah yeah that it, was the best it did it did they gave you tiny cups but so good. i mean unlimited so so good we met there with you. You were with your dad and your mom, who lived in, lived in Florida at the time. They don't live by you in St. Louis now, but they had the house in, in uh, right outside of Orlando. And so, met up with you, and then went to Germany. And we actually started in Germany. I think that's I think that's a good place to start. You know, we started in Germany during uh, Food and Wine Festival because mm-hmm. that was where it was, and they had the beer garden out, and and we did yards of beer yes. in Germany. My dad said, "Here you guys go." plopped them down we did Delicious. And, and this is what i'll say to anyone who's like listening that's thinking about going and drinking around the world here's the deal it's all about pacing you know what brian and i are going to about tell you in the next 20 minutes we pace fine uh we drank too much i mean <laughs> that, that that's really what it is we pace just fine but we went to germany we went to germany brian's dad like he said said hey here you go get this beer got it we're we're, we're drinking this yard of beer a yard. We 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 get it down, and he's like, "Hey, let's do another." And that's not like me or Brian. Hey, that's Brian's dad going, "Hey, you're gonna do another." We do another, and then we start, and we start working our way around. But what I'll say is, uh, 
let's walk you around the world and tell you what's smart about what you would do in different countries, but also in that drunken language that we were both speaking at the time. What maybe we 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 liked and didn't at the time. So what I'll start. So you go from Germany, you go to Italy. Italy, the country in in Epcot that arguably has the best food, in my opinion. I think it has some of the best restaurants, Via Napoli. You know, some really good good pizza there, and I in other places in the in in the country too. But what I will say is, is from a drink perspective, you have two places. You're going into the wine area, right? You go inside. You have the wine cellar. You order wine, or well, actually, it's probably two other places. You can go into the other wine bar, or you order from the cart. I we order from the cart because we are peasants. And that is what Brian and I will always be as peasants. Of Disney and it's quicker because right? it's right there. You don't actually have to go into the pavilion. And that's really what we're all about is like limited people interaction <laughs> while also doing what we love. But we did. We went there and it was like, hey, do you want to order a Bellini? Do you want to order a, uh, uh, a peach Bellini? And that's pretty much what we had the choice of was a peach Bellini or nothing or like a weird wine. So we got peach bellinis, we drank them, it was good, and then we moved on. But, uh, you know, I will say, like, the, the drinking in the world factor, there are so many things that have to be contributed to it. It's like, where where's your mental state? Uh, how much food have you had? Where do you want to go with this? And what is that going to look like? And I feel like with Germany and your dad, he kind of just, like, set the stage for us. He was just like, hey, here's all the variables. Go mm-hmm. have. It wasn't like a go have fun. It was more of like a, let's see what happens. <laughs> which is harry's never like a i hope you have a really good time it's more like hey let me know how that goes it's more like one of those kinds of conversations Mm -hmm. uh but i believe we went from germany italy and after italy where do you go you go to america america's next yeah american adventure what were we doing in america that day I'm, i'm i'm trying to reflect back probably listening to the acapella group voices of liberty because they're so good they're so good. They have that that video that we watch in that in that happy hour that uh, I wish I could play, but we'd have to pay for uh, me playing sued. it. Yada, yada, yada. No one wants to get sued, Bloody but money. but but you know they they do. So so Brian and I occasionally listen to a power hour, which is which honestly we'll do live with anyone that wants to come with us. Hit us up. We'll go live with you. We'll do a power hour with you. I think that'd be really fun. Actually, that'd be a, a really good time. So so for anyone. The scene wants to do that. Let us know. We do Disney Power Hour uh, once every couple of weeks. And uh, there is a video. It's about 32, 33 minutes in to the Power Hour. It's exactly 33 minutes in. And it is uh, the Voice of Liberty, like Brian said, doing a rendition from The Greatest Showman, which is a fantastic film, a fantastic uh, score, more anything else. Like, I love Hugh Jackman, but I love the score of that movie a million times more. Than I love Hugh Jackman. And I think the way that they did the songs from that is phenomenal. And so, so anyway, that's 33 minutes in to the power hour that one day live we'll do with you, but we hope for you to join us. But uh, I agree, Brian. So we went to America, we did our drinks, we listened to voice of Liberty. And then we went to Morocco. Did we do a little Moroccan? That's not even well, there anymore. I don't think is Japan. it. Japan was. Oh, Japan! Next. That's right. Japan comes yeah. before that. Yeah, that's right. So they have that yeah. little kiosk. The sake stand, or 
I don't know if it's a sake stand, but they sell sake outside of the pavilion. Yep. Is that the one that has the the slushy drinks next to it, or or do we go the one back up? Oh, into... they have frozen Kirin. That's right. Is that what you're thinking of? Yep. Yep. That's what I was Kabuki thinking. Cafe, maybe. Kabuki. Ca- no, that's right. No, no, I think that's right. Absolutely. And they have really good, like that place has really good food during Food and Wine. They have really good uh, stuff that you can jump into with that. So, so I think there's a lot of really good choices there too. So we did Japan. You know, when I took my kiddo there a few few years ago, we went to Japan and we did the uh, uh, pick your pearl out of the oyster kind of thing and do mm. your necklace stuff. Mm-hmm. So that was a really fun time in Japan. So uh, a lot of fun stuff you can do there. But when you're drinking. Obviously, sake, great choice, especially if you're staying to the principles of the country, like the go-tos of that. The uh, is there? It's called the, the um, Tokyo Sunset. Is it? Is that what it is? It's like a Tokyo Tokyo Sunset, Tokyo Sunrise, but it's 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 in the um, pavilion towards Japan. It's outside of it, and uh, if you're facing Japan, it's gonna be to your left. But there's a a kiosk there before you get to all the place where you can buy stuff or until you go right you're in the restaurants where you can get like the tokyo is tokyo sunset and uh it's good vodka based drink great great stuff uh one of my go-tos if i'm there otherwise i'm going back to that little uh quick service that's right back in there uh and getting some sushi getting some water getting some sake it's a good it's a good time but so 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 we went uh in that trip we went from there. I was—I remember wearing a black shirt. I was wearing a black button-up. I, I do. I remember pictures from this. Is more yeah. than anything else. Yeah. But, but I remember going to France, which is not next quite yet. But you go from America to Morocco. Morocco, you get there. There's a couple places you can go. Right. You, you go back to the back, and you go to the little stand inside the restaurant, and you get yourself some sangria. Right. You get yourself a little sangria. You're good. Or you can go into the bar. And you get yourself across the street, like right there, across the way. Yeah, spice road table. Spice road table. Thank you, Brian. Thank you, Brian. Yep. You go spice road table. You get yourself a drink there, right? And they're they're good. Yeah. It's a good. They also have a margaritas. Right. They're all great drinks. They're all really good mixed drinks, yeah. right? They're all really good mixed drinks. Get a mixture from Morocco, and then from Morocco, you go to France, and that's where I wear the black shirt. And this kid ramp bumped into me and knocked stuff in my black shirt, and that made me upset. Yeah, and you remember that now because I said it, but yeah, I, I didn't do. remember it until we were in Germany in my head. But I remember it now, and I was just like, "Oh my gosh, I have to bring this up." But what I will say, one of the biggest things I'm looking forward to when I get to go to Disney again is being able to go to France and being able to go to the Ratatouille Adventure and that whole new area of of, of the France Pavilion. But I will always love. And one of my favorite drinks is always going to be in France, which is the Citron uh, Grey Goose drink. Oh, come yeah. on. The Grey Goose frozen vodka or lemonade, lemonade slush, slush thing. thing. It's the best. Okay, good. It's the, be- the orange one or the lemon they one. They have the lemonade and they have exactly. the orange. Exactly. Yeah. Both are amazing. Both are, are both arguably, outside of Mexico, outside of Mexico, <laughs> the best drinks in the pavilion, like in the entire no, world. No, I'm just going to say it. When I was there in June... The margarita was just wasn't what it used did to be. Did you go to La Cava or did you go to the... While we went to the stand outside. Like, they have this big new stand. I don't know what new is. Is it the stand that's next to the the, the uh, Mexico Pavilion, though? Like, it's the one that's... So, probably- there used to be one, like, if you're walking to Mexico yes. from Future World, yes. the stand used to be to the right of the big temple or 
pyramid. Uh, but now there's one to the left of the pyramid. Before you get to the pyramid. Before you get to the pyramid. It's been and, there for a bit. Yeah, so that, I don't know. It just wasn't kind of for me. Might have been an off bad, day. Right? I don't know. No, no, no. I don't disagree with you. It's a packed place. It's a packed place. I when I've been there, it is a packed uh, place to go get a drink uh, over there by the Mexico Pavilion. But man, mm-hmm. their drinks are phenomenal, and that's what I've experienced at least. Is that you know you get a drink from that kiosk and it's a good drink. Now there's my you know I've been to La Cava de Tequila dozens of times, right? And yep. actually, that day we went. Right, we did. We ended times. up there that oh, we'll day. Get there. We'll we get there. ended up there. Yes, but like that place, and I follow them on Instagram and 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 on uh, uh, a lot of social media, and and they do a lot of good stuff because the, the guy who owns it is based out of New York, and he does a lot of stuff, and and like they have a lot of really cool innovations when they go there. But ultimately, yeah, like that that experience at La Cava or at Mexico. For a margarita, no matter how long you have to wait, my experience has always been this is a great one. Like this is like I want a drink. I want a drink that's going to make me feel refreshed. I want a drink that's going to make me feel, you know, like I it's worth what I paid, <laughs> especially at Disney. Mm-hmm. And I feel like Mexico always delivers on that. Whereas, you know, as you continue around the world, you don't have that. You like Mexico. And maybe the the sweet drinks in France arguably could you know it's a bang for a buck, right? You you get you you get the potency of what you're hoping within that. But right, I don't know because when you leave when you leave uh, Mexico, you have to go to Norway, and then you have to like live up to the expectations of Elsa and Anna. And I don't I just don't know that any any one brew can live up to you know the queen. The princess, they really believe. No, but it's they do have a good white ale over there in Iceland. I've never had that. I've never had that. So do I have a white ale? A white ale? Like it's Einstock, uh, Icelandic white ale or something like that. I like ales, so that's pretty good. Is it like pretty light? What's the? You know, I don't really remember, but I just remember enjoying it. I could check my uh my beer app but yeah i have to find it on there but that makes sense well fair enough man fair enough so you go to norway and then from norway if you're going around the world sorry in mexico uh well we didn't because we've already gone around the world and then we got back there uh mexico to norway to china and china i i honestly don't remember what we oh no i do i do remember this vividly actually i could tell this story this is a, a chris uh, drunk escapade story but i i remember uh we were all talking about going to spaceship earth but we stopped in china because we were doing like round trips around the world right this was our second time around we did every other country as we were going so when we said germany from germany to america to france to mexico to around and we start back to norway we hit norway when the maelstrom was still there that was the maelstrom was still there uh, in Norway and, and the Maelstrom trolls. and the and those trolls. For anyone that does not know the Maelstrom, you're too young to listen to this podcast. You're gone. For anyone that does listen to this podcast and knows the Maelstrom, it is the best ride. It was the best ride in Disney, created by high drunk Imagineers that just really wanted something to be there that represented the legacy of Norway. And honestly, it was the best ride I ever went on. But you know, you you go through all these countries. 
and then I, I, I think what uh, you find, or there are some countries that you want to spend more time in. And uh, sometimes there's those with the rides, right? Like like the Maelstrom. Sometimes there's those like the Three Caballeros, a great ride. But then sometimes you just get too drunk and you spend too much time in the ride that's called the bathroom in China, where you are there and your camera's there. And then when you leave, it's just you. And the camera's still there in the bathroom of the China Pavilion at the restaurant. And then you go to Epcot and you ride, you know, the ride you ride in Epcot. Get on Spaceship Earth. And then Brian decides, hey, Chris, why don't you sit behind us? I'm going to ride up here. Take a nap. And then you take a nap because you lost your camera and uh, probably your dignity in China in the bathroom. But I will tell you, I've been back to that bathroom since. I did not find my camera, by the way. But I, yeah, I look. I look anytime I, I go because it's like, where is Chris's camera? But I will tell you that is one of the best bathrooms in the World Showcase, and I think we should probably have an episode about best bathrooms in Epcot. I would disagree. So when I worked at Friendships, we did pray an audience control, and so we would for Illuminations. So we would watch Illuminations, uh, guarding the. Uh, assisted required seating and then we would go back to our little break room at the international gateway and then i don't know an hour and 15 after park close we would clear the park and so we had to go into every single bathroom and every single pavilion and i don't think china had the best bathrooms in that restaurant oh what would you say about the norway bathrooms back behind the the uh, bakery those are some of my favorites or the ones I'd, or the ones yeah. by uh Morocco, I think is where it's at. So Morocco had bathrooms in the restaurant and then up near the front, like in between France and Morocco. Um, Nothing was really memorable. The only ones I really remember, Mexico, because they're air-conditioned in the restaurant. Um, Oh, right. You have uh, to go through the restaurant to get to them. Yeah. Yeah. Canada had some nice ones in Le Cellier. Probably because it's like a top-tier restaurant. That's that's about it. I mean, Germany had decent ones for the beer garden, but nothing crazy. Oh, France. The France restaurant had some snooty bathrooms. Mm-hmm. I think there's there's definitely some wins. So if you were drinking around the world, I, I think what we should do is close this one out and then uh, go more in depth into something else. And, and so oh, I we, think- we missed a few countries. Like, we didn't talk about UK or Canada. All right. Well, let's talk about them. Let's talk about them. Let's let's finish those and then let's start a new one. So, so yes. Or the African outpost. And no, so, a lot of well, people care okay. about that. I'll tell my story about the African outpost. Okay. African so outpost. that is where I found my favorite beer. But this was when I was in college, so it was 2007, I think. And so it was a seasonal beer by Anheuser Busch called Beach Bum, and they sold it. It, it was a, I think. A blonde ale, some sort of ale. Delicious. One of my favorites. Not anymore my favorite, but was my favorite. African Outpost. Now it's just, I don't know. I haven't been there since. But it's a good beer. Okay, UK. Hit it. That was a great story, Brian. Thank you so much for sharing, it, sharing that my with pleasure. us. My pleasure. I was really excited about it. Beach <laughs> well, you seem really excited about it, and I, I appreciate that. Uh, so, if... Well, on that, on that fateful day that Brian and I barely remember with the... Uh, co-passenger we barely remember uh we went to the uk and i have to imagine 
and it's just an imagine because I really don't remember. But I have to imagine that we probably, when I was like 2009, that I uh, really repped the need to do Irish car bombs, even though that was like a really insensitive yeah. thing. Looking back to the uh, people of uh, England and Ireland and that whole thing. But I definitely know that I requested that. And I wanted Jameson. I wanted Bailey's. I wanted everything that came in in an Irish car bomb. So I have to imagine we had Irish car bombs. And so we did that. I know a time later we started there. Because we got there before World Showcase actually opened. It's so your we dad out outside Rose and Crown, and we got black and tans that time. That's when your dad made me watch black and white movies with him in his while house sleeping. while you were sleeping. <laughs> and then you were really adamant about going back. And this is when Disney had the whole like scan your card in whatever pavilion you want to see. Sorcerer is it a kingdom it or something? Yes, that's 100%. Something like that. No, it was that. It was Sorcerer of the Kingdom. Oh, okay. Yes, no, you're right. And you were just like, I have to do this. I was like, I am too drunk. I like those cards, I man. am too drunk, and I hung out with your dad. And that's my out, like, hanging out with your dad. If your dad ever listens to these videos, you know, Harry, I love you, but you've shaped me into the man I am today. It's a compliment, right? Wow. Is that a compliment? So I'm looking on eBay for some of these cards. And like, for the magic, magic of the kingdom? Sorcerers of the Magic Kingdom, that's what it says. 500 bucks for some, quote, rare cards. And I have at least three of these. Well, then you should make some money, Brian. I feel like... Well, I know what I'm doing as soon as we're done with this podcast. Yeah, you're putting <laughs> them on eBay. But but I think... So, so we did that. And then, and then, so that's like a go-to, right? You go to Rosencrown. It's a great pub. It's a great place. You get a black and tan. It's air conditioned. It's air conditioned. You get a black and tan. Great bathrooms. Uh, black and tan. Uh, you get a, a, a car bomb, right? You get a drink you want. And a uh, snake bite, right? Snake bite is a good one, too. And then you uh, end up in Canada. For, so for any of your Canadian viewers, I hope you aren't here. But if you... One time out. So they do have this amazing popcorn. Maple popcorn in canada and canada everything else is horrible i was gonna say although the waterfall is kind of cool but drink wise i was gonna wise, say the drink of the world the 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 moon day uh oh, i can't remember what it is they they the, do la fin du moon la fin du moon there you go yeah man there you go look at you in french uh i feel well. like canada is like one of those countries that just like an alcohol perspective doesn't quite have it together. I think when we were there, though, they had like Bud Light as an option. Probably. So probably. I think I cheated. I've been there on, on multiple. So so my 26th birthday, I went there with Travis Randolph, my buddy, who Brian knows, and uh, we went to all of the countries, but Canada closed on us. That was a big deal. <laughs> a big deal. So I went back for my 30th birthday. Uh, we started there because Travis wanted to shove multiple things up Canada's uh, orifices. And it was a good time. Um, but we went through all the countries. We finished actually within six hours. We also had Taskmaster. So I think there's, you know, for anyone that's out here listening to us be uh, belligerent, I think there actually is a rhyme and reason to how you can go about drinking around the world. That makes a lot of sense. And for Brian and I, who have done it collectively probably three or four dozen times, uh, we can probably give you some pretty good tips on what that looks like. So I think listen to our our podcast that we're going to put out about tips and tricks 
about drinking around the world. This is our precursor, which is more about what was our experience like drinking around the world. What are some, you know, the precursors of it? And just learning more about us. You know, it's our second episode, our third, the next one. We'll talk about pros and cons. And so, Brian, I'll let you sign us off. Yeah. Well, before that, I think we might just have to do a live podcast as we're drinking around the world. That would be stellar. I think it would be stellar. I think we need to like pick a weekend, just go film it. Let's do it. I think we yeah. I think we could actually get a larger audience then and post it on YouTube and do all things we need to do. On the YouTubes. It's a thing still, right? Well, uh, apparently. At least. Happy yeah. Kids. Happy Kids TV. That's a, an app. Haven't heard of it. Sounds exciting, though. You, I'll tell you all about it. That sounds great. Can't wait. Okay, well, uh, thanks for tuning in, and uh, we'll uh, see you around next time.